Matt, going. Jay Rose, what is up, man? Man, I am uh, just eager for today's pod. It is week one of fantasy football, and we have a first time today. We are across the country today, Matt. We have the East Coast and West Coast Coast covered. How's New York, man? It's great, man. Um, I'm, I'm glad to uh, be back on the pod. Obviously, a very exciting week with it being week one, but it's been a, a very uh, productive first uh well i haven't even been here a week yet but close to a week out in new york really spreading the leodon's brand um do you, do you care if i share a few kind of like business related things i've been working on out here oh yes oh go for it i hope we have a Times square ad yeah so there's there's a few things um i do have a meeting tomorrow in midtown with goodell um there we're discussing a strategic partnership uh, between the nfl and the league of dons i can't share a lot on that one. There's a lot of lawyers involved and NDAs and things like that, but I hope to be able to share more next week. Um, I do also have a meeting on Broadway tomorrow um, in regards to a potential League of Dawns, the musical uh, on Broadway, maybe coming this fall uh, when Broadway opens back up. And then also have a meeting um, with a couple big investment banks down on Wall Street, um, in regards to potentially an NFT offering of the Lairbaum championship belt pick uh, that was taken at the draft. So a lot of business stuff uh, in the works out here um, in New York City. Love to hear it. The, the league is just thriving. It's nice to know that headquarters, you know, has moved to the big, big Apple. Uh, we definitely can get a lot of eyes on the league at this point. That's what this move was was all about, was just getting more eyes on the league and, and, and building the brand. You know, obviously we're a household name on the West Coast, but, you know, we want to want to spread spread the brand uh, out here to the uh, to the East Coast and kind of to the center of the, the business world. Well, great to hear about those updates, Matt. Uh, I look forward to the league thriving, but let's get into business. We got week one. Liga Dons football coming up. And I want to talk a little bit about a couple of roster moves that happened previously. Um, it looks like we have only had one trade, which is rare. No one's blown up their team yet, but there was a pretty significant trade. Uh, Lairbaum traded Dak Prescott over to uh, Dylan's team uh, for Melvin Gordon III. What do you think about that trade, Matt? Yeah, this one, I mean, we knew a Lairbaum QB trade was coming because he kind of, uh, in 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 un-Lairbaum-like fashion, a guy w- uh, with a couple rings uh, had a little brain fart at the draft and, and took uh, two QBs. So we knew he was going to trade one of them because that's just not a decision you want to have to make every week. And Dylan was the willing trade partner. Um, Dylan acquiring um, Dak Prescott, he gives up Melvin Gordon and, you know, Dylan uh, – Looking at his roster, I mean, he Melvin Gordon was, in my opinion, a decent sized piece to give up. Um, Dylan's not super deep at running back; he has some, a little bit of depth. But you know, the point is, he uh, he upgraded at QB, so I I, I do think it's a, a trade that made made sense for both sides. Yeah, I think that's a, a good way to put it. I, I'd be interested. We know how the league operates. After week one, week two, there's going to be some big trades going down. So I can't wait to see what that brings to the table. Absolutely. Things could get very saucy after week one, as they usually do. 
yes. Once once either myself or you declare the season over, you know it's you know it's on. Absolutely. And then there was one other small deal. Um, uh, AJ Dillon is traded to the fantasy team. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Is that why does this say Matthew? Ma- I'm confused. You were the commissioner approver. That's why. Oh, got it. I not on my game there. Anyway, AJ Dillon for Alexander Madison, a couple uh, backup running backs, swapping teams, uh, not earth shattering. We don't really need to go too deep into that. So do you want to pick a matchup to start us, Jay? I would love to. And what better way to start with a story of two storied franchises? We have Tom Brady's Uggs versus Calvin the Great. Love this, this one. one of the, the closest matchups you can see for this week, we have Calvin the Great predicted at a high 123.37, uh, and then Tom Brady's Uggs, Weetran, 121.73. Looking at both of these teams, I know we came away from the draft and said, freezing, how did he do this again? He drafted probably the perfect team. But I do have an update. He also picked up a perfect kicker for his team, Young Ho Ko, from the waiver wire. Uh, excellent to see there. Uh, you know he's expecting a big, big game in Atlanta. They're going to be kicking a lot of field goals. But let's be real. The true story of, of Freezing's team and why I like his matchups, that I love uh, I love Calvin Ridley versus Philadelphia. Um, that's a double whammy with him and Young Ko. Herbert against his tough Washington defense will be interesting to see um, because that's about all Washington, the football team, has going for them. Um, but looking over on the other side, uh, oh, one thing to note, Los Angeles defense as well. Freezing is going heavy into the Chargers this year, but you got to know they're playing against Fitzpatrick. There's going to be a lot of turnovers, opportunity for that defense to score freezing some more points. Um, when I look at Wee's team, though, sticks out to me is Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara. Will those two be able to get him enough points to push him over the edge? And then he has a probably one of the best one-two punch receiving cores as well. This is going to be a close game, Matt. I'm actually I'm going to go with Freeze here simply because of Yong Ho Ko and the Los Angeles defense against Fitzpatrick. Yeah, this is a great matchup. Um, this would be, as far as League of Dawns goes, this would be like the Thursday night matchup, um, which we're getting this week um, with the Bucks and the Cowboys. This would be like the showcase game for the League of Dawns. Um, as you mentioned, freezing in on the Chargers. That's probably a sign to be bullish on the Chargers this year, like many are. Um, you touched on it. Uh, Herbert... That is a very good Washington pass rush, um, but Herbert is, is a stud. I, 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 I don't have a very strong take on what's going to happen there. Uh, what I do have a strong take on is that Kyler Murray, who's a great early season quarterback, particularly before he gets banged up or, or uh, pussies out or whatever happened last year, um, he's going to have a big game against Tennessee Uh, You touched on this. I also love A.J. Brown in that same game. Tennessee, Arizona, you're going to see a lot of points. Two bad defenses. Uh, Arizona, middling defense. Tennessee, a bad defense. Um, And two very good offenses. The Titans already stacked on offense. They added uh, Julio, of course. But I think A.J. is still the one there. And then, I hate to say this as a Packer fan, but Kamara, uh, we beat him last year, but Kamara did punk us pretty good. We're not a great run defense. Um, he's good catching the ball out of the backfield, of course. Um, so great PPR guy. Um, so I just, uh, 
you know, I like Freezing's team, Taylor and Gibson, good one too at running back. Of course, Ridley's a great uh, wide receiver one with Julio no, no longer in Atlanta. But I just see more things that I like on Hui's side. Um, and gosh, I'm going to go as far as to say I see Hui winning this one by double digits. Whoa. Okay. And you know, an interesting thing before we move on here, I, I trust Freezing, no doubt. But he does have Tannehill on the bench this week versus Arizona. So when we're looking at that matchup, we know Washington has a good defense. It's the one thing they have going for him. I do think you're right that that's going to be a high-scoring game between Tennessee and Arizona. I'm, I'd be interested to hear why Freezing's not going with Tannehill this week. Well, that's something to keep an eye on because we still have six days until kickoff. And so that is the decision of the week to watch presented by South Lib. Uh, on to our next matchup. Uh, we will go with classic Mark name, uh, Pitts McGee against Voodoo Mama Juju. Uh, of course, that is Mark versus Lairbaum. Um, Okay, so let's talk about Mark's roster. Uh, Brady on Thursday night against a poor Dallas defense uh, with a, that great receiving core. That's I think you probably can plan on print. Probably can plan on three Tom Brady touchdowns. <laughs> I like that one. Um, Julio against Arizona, I already said I like I, I like that matchup for the Tennessee offense. I think they they do look to get Julio in the end zone in his first game with the team, probably try to get it to him in the red zone. I think he scores. Um, going down the line, Saquon coming off injury against a pretty good Denver defense. Don't love it. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against a pretty good Cleveland defense coming off injury. I don't have a strong take on what's going to happen there. There's two. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, enough uh, as to what to expect from CEH this year. <clears throat> uh, key guys <clears throat> on Lairbaum's side. Uh, wow, what a difficult situation for Lairbaum. Uh, his starting QB, Lamar Jackson, going against his beloved Raiders. I mean, where does Justin put the League of Dons first or does he put the NFL first? What does he root for there? Uh, but I do like Lamar uh, to do his thing against that poor Raiders defense. As we know, Lamar's he's always a high a high floor guy because <clears throat> even if he has a bad game, he'll rush for 60 yards. Before you know it, he's put up 20 points, and it doesn't feel like he's even played that well. Hawkins against Tennessee, I told you again, that game, if you got an offensive player in that game, I love it. Um, going down the line, Allen Robinson against the Rams. Do not like that. Um, he's going to be covered by Jalen Ramsey, and he's going to have Andy Dalton throwing him the ball. Um, I, I'm curious if Larabaum has anybody on the bench he can throw in instead. And I don't – gosh, I mean, if I'm him, I, I, I know Kenny Galladay is listed as questionable. But if Kenny Galladay is a, a go, I'm almost looking at putting him in for Allen Robinson. Uh, running backs, Henderson or uh, Daryl Henderson, Miles Gaskin, solid, not spectacular. I do love George Kittle. Uh, he, George Kittle's got to be excited to um, finally have a serviceable QB, not a good QB. Okay. We're talking about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but a serviceable QB throwing him the ball again, saw what he did two years ago. Uh, so in this matchup, I am taking Lairbaum to win it behind a big game from Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm, I'm similar thoughts to you. I mean, this, it's funny how Yahoo does this to us. We have our championship versus our perennial last place mark, right? Um, and looking at Mark's team, he's still got three quarterbacks rostered on his team. 
Um, doesn't look like he's tried to make any moves yet. So he wasn't present at the draft. I'm, I'm wondering if he's still really in it. What he needs in order to win um, is he does need Barkley and, and CEH to have good weeks. But you got to imagine Saquon hasn't played in preseason. So on limited reps in practice, he's probably going to be, you know, touch and go for the game. I don't imagine him being uh, every down back first game back from his injury. So um, I, I don't think this is a good week for Mark. I do see his team getting better as the season goes on. Um, Julio Jones getting used to, the, to his offense. Um, you know he can depend on Cooper Cup to have a good game. And I do think Tom Brady will have a lot of points against the Dallas uh, a Dallas team that struggles on defense a lot. Um, but looking at Lairbaum's team, like, my God, this guy, I think I'm, I'm going to pick Lairbaum, honestly, to probably have the high points of the week this week. Wow. Um, you just, you got to love it. I mean, Denver versus the Giants. Okay, I'll take that every day, too. That's a good defense um, versus the Giants, too. Um, I, I like having Hopkins against Tennessee. We already marked that as a big game. And then Lamar Jackson, great quarterback to have in. I know, you know, running backs for Baltimore have been injured. They're going to rely on Lamar Jackson. He is a good quarterback. So I feel pretty confident about Lairbaum. I also feel confident about him having high score this week. Love it. That's a take. All right. What's our next matchup? Oof, the next one. I, I, I love to see it. A, a tale of terrible names. We have Coffin Flop, Clayton versus Gundy, Cole Beasley, uh, I, I, I think research lab is what, what it comes out to. Um, Gundy's going full heel this year. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we don't see this out of Gundy. Normally he's more woke than this, but he is really just going at it. He even has Beasley in his starting lineup as his flex position. You know, I love that the man just sticks to the principles and is keeping going with it. Um, but realistically, Patrick Mahomes versus Cleveland. Are we going to get MVP caliber Mahomes again this year? Probably. Um, we saw what he did last year and the year previously. You could rely on Patrick Mahomes to score like 30 points a week, fantasy football-wise. Um, where I don't like Gundy's team this week, um, I don't like his receivers. I don't like Keenan Allen. I don't like Claypool um, as far as meeting that projection mark. Um, you got to love Aaron Jones, especially against New Orleans, if that's going to be a high-scoring game um, with how shaky both defenses can be. Um, and then, you know, sticking to his guy. Oh, Jacksonville defense is actually pretty good versus Houston, especially with Tyrod's Taylor starting. Um, that, that could be sneaky good for a lot of points. And then looking at Clayton, he's, he's battling uphill battle as the underdog this week, but he does have Matthew Stafford on the Rams, which I do think is uh, going to be a good fit for him. Um, and you got to like his one, two punch at running back. I think Dalvin cook, Ezekiel Elliott, you're, that's the best one, two we have in the league for sure. Um, maybe barring Dylan's team when we get to them. But um, I do think those two guys will carry Clayton's team. And I'm actually – I'm going to go upset alert this week. I think Dalvin Cook and especially Ezekiel Elliott have huge games this week. Um, and I think that carries Clayton over Gundy. So I do uh, appreciate you making that point that Guns has embraced the heel role this year, which is not something that we're used to. He's gone – He's he's really he's owning this um, now. Before I get into the matchup itself, some overarching or an overarching take on Gun's team: love hate. I love his high end talent, his top of the roster: Mahomes, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, and Darren Waller. 
that's a big four I'd put up against just about anyone. Um, now, I, I hate, hate his depth, though. Yeah. Uh, it may not hurt him this week. That is something to watch throughout the season, though. I mean, Sony Michelle, who knows what's going to happen there. He's you got you know how much I love the Beavs, but Jamar Jamar Jefferson is not a rosterable player right now. I'm sorry. I wish I could say he is. Um, Will Fuller obviously suspended. Hollywood Brown, Eric Ebron. That's not a strong bench, and frankly, it's not all that strong of a starting lineup. I, I I've had this take before. I don't like the Pitts, uh, Pittsburgh receivers because they have too many of them. You don't know who's going to be the guy each game. Um, I don't love Cole Beasley for reasons having nothing to do with COVID. I just don't think he's going to follow up what he did last year. Um, but we'll look at, uh, obviously, depth problems aren't as big a deal week one. So on Clay's side, you touch on the running backs. Uh, great one-two punch, of course, between Cook and Elliott. Uh, Tampa Bay rush defense is tough, though. It's mm-hmm. going to be hard for uh, Elliott to, uh, to come by many yards. Uh, now receiver, Jefferson and Robbie Anderson – uh, facing Cincy and the Jets, both pretty pretty solid matchups. Um, I don't love Stafford against the Bears in his first game in the offense. That's a pretty good pass rush, pretty good overall defense. Don't love that one. Of course, Mahomes is good against anyone. Um, Aaron Jones, New Orleans. Um, I'm going to go – gosh, uh, I am going to go – with guns here, Oof. but keep an eye on his team long-term. They lack depth. So, all right, let's go to our next matchup. Uh, we'll do Eddie and W's uh, versus the fantasy team. Uh, Eddie and W's is, is Brent, who's still trying to find his way in the league, trying out new names. Uh, but I do, you know, Eddie and W's, pretty good, pretty good team name. Chad running it back with the fantasy team. Because uh, they were so good last year, how could he change it? Oh wait, no, they weren't. Never mind. Um, so let's look at our matchups. I'll start with Brent's team. Um, you know, Russell Wilson's going to be. A, don't need to talk much about him. He's going to be pretty solid QB most weeks. Uh, Mike Evans, a little bit scary having your wide receiver one on the Bucks because they have so many different weapons. Uh, Mike Evans ended up scoring a lot of touchdowns last year. Uh, but his yardage was not on par with it was with where it had been for most of his career. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. Are there enough footballs to go around? Odell Beckham, wild card. Is he ever going to regain the stardom that he once had? I again, that's that's a question mark for me. I'm always week one. I'm looking for what I think are close to sure things. Um, I do really like his backfield, Eckler and Miles Sanders. Um, Rob Tanyan, you know, he's a touchdown machine last year. I don't think he's going to score 12 touchdowns or 11. I forgot what it was again, but that's a solid tight end play. Um, Rodgers, needless to say, that's a good play every week. See, this is Chad. You look at Rodgers, Adams, Diggs. Like, that's just mm-hmm. – those are three guys where you don't even really need to deep dive into their matchup. That's just – that's going to be good every week. <laughs> now, uh, the key to Chad's team, I think – is he invested heavily in the Niners' backfield between Sermon and Mostert. Um, that's a team with Shanahan that's going to run the ball. Chad just needs to hope one of those guys emerges as the guy. The nightmare scenario is that neither of them really takes control, and Chad gets in a situation where he doesn't know who to start every week. Um, at running back, Chris Carson against a tough indie defense. 
Um, but Chris Carson, that's a, that's a good running back long-term. Um, gosh, so this is very close. I'm really looking at who's, who, who do I look at and think they can go off in their game? And um, this is going to sound Homer-ish, but I just think the best chance for somebody to put up some crooked numbers is going to be that Rodgers-Adams combo. Um, so on that, I'm, I'm going to take Chad to, to win this one. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to boil down to, that Rodgers-Adams, the, the one-two punch, both of them, you know, were unhappy um, this year being on Green Bay. Um, but they're here, and they're probably going to be trying to demonstrate why they are worth a high-value amount, um, especially week one versus New Orleans. I think you gotta you got to think that Green Bay is going to get the ball a lot versus New Orleans with the tendency to turn it over. So I, I do like that. I think they get a lot of points there. And then I, I like Diggs. When you look at wide receivers, that's the one you want. You don't want Cole Beasley. You want Diggs on your team. Um, and then Chris Carson, early in the year, he can't – I mean, he's not hurt yet. Uh, so you like to have him early in the year, and I think Chad's got him right where he wants him. Um, the one thing that I will say, I, I, I have, uh, you know, I, T. Higgins and Logan Thomas maybe because I know Fitzpatrick likes throwing to his tight ends um, just based off of last year when he <laughs> was the Dolphins. Um, but looking at Brent, this is a close game. I mean, if Russell Wilson has a very good game and Mike Evans and Odell Beckham like perform to their level that they're supposed to, this could be a very, very close game because you do. I do like his backfield a lot. I like Eckler. I like Sanders. Um, and I like Ronald Jones, too, the second. Uh, so this is tough, man. Uh, I – although I do think the one-two punch of Rodgers and Adams is, is good, I think Brent gets the W here. I think Evans and Beckham perform better than what we've seen, at least early on this year, and I think he gets the W. Got it. Jay, you're, you're writing these picks down as we go, right? That's right, fam. Only the ones that we differ on. Right, right. Okay. Um, actually, well, you should write them all so we can know our total record for the year. Yeah, well, I fu- I'll figure that out afterwards. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's week one. We're, we're ironing things out here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where do things happen? <laughs> what's, uh, what, which matchup do you want to do next? Just our two or left? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you here. I... I Unfortunately, you're running into a buzzsaw. Uh, God, dude, this picture, every time I pull it up, I'm <laughs> awarding. I know what's going to come, but it's always there, you know? Um, you know we- it's going to come. <laughs> Eventually. Well, I know, I know it hasn't yet, but it might. I work computer this week. Um, so we have you versus Dylan. Dylan is expected and projected to have the highest points out of any team this, year, this week. Um, already at 133 points. That trade for Dak Prescott shored up his missing piece on his team. And I, I do think he, he could have, you know, he didn't need Melvin Gordon the third. If you look at his team top to bottom, we talk about a lot on some previous teams. Like, ah, oh, man, they've got a strong one-two. They've got a good, you know, maybe four guys, but then they're lacking. I can't find a hole in Dylan's team. I mean, let's, I mean, you got Dak, you got Tyreek Hill, you got McLaurin. Now with a quarterback that will throw to him. Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis, uh, Fant, Cooks, Tucker, San Francisco defense versus Detroit. There's a lot to like on this team. I, I don't – looking at your team, though, um, I do think your team's going to do well. I like Travis Kelsey versus Cleveland. Um, I, I like Joe Burrow coming back. He had some really good games before he got hurt. Um, Lockett's always – you can rely on him. I do think Cooper has a good – I mean, he has a good quarterback again. And then Chubb and Jacobs. 
I think I think you're going to score like 125 points, and Dylan's just going to have 145, 150, and it's just you can't you can't catch up to him. So I'm going to go with Dylan here, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm looking at Dylan's roster and really like I can't remember who his QB was before. Do you do you remember? Uh, I before the trade, I don't think he drafted one. No, he drafted one. He had to have. Anyway, d- doesn't matter. He he shored up the QB spot. Um, but looking at his roster, you know, trying to find things because this is a loaded team that we can we can say that objectively. Um, but looking at things that can go wrong. Uh, his one-two punch at receiver is the best in the league, in my opinion. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, we don't – that's a no-brainer. We know what he can do. Um, you know, tight end and RB2 are where I see, like, maybe – you know, maybe Mike Davis was a flash in a pan last year when Christian got hurt and he's not ready to be a bell cow fantasy back. That's a possibility. Um, Noah Fant – I mean, that's not a great Denver offense. Teddy Bridgewater isn't a great QB. He's not going to be stacking a ton of points at tight end. But then again, not a, a lot of people are not going to. Uh, the flex spot, Brandon Cooks. I mean, that team sucks, but Brandon Cooks is their wide receiver one. And he does put up pretty decent numbers pretty consistently. So that feels like a pretty good flex play. And even if it goes wrong, you know, he has some guys he can stream there. Um, relative... You know, to this week, his matchups are, you know, Christian McCaffrey against the Jets. That's a potential big one. Um, on my side, Joe Burrow's starting right now. I am still debating whether to plug in Matt Ryan there instead. But as of now, Burrow's starting. Lockett, tough matchup. Cooper, tough matchup, both against good defenses. Uh, Nick Chubb, I mean, that's a guy I like every week. Uh, even again, Casey's actually got a pretty decent run defense. Um, Josh Jacobs, that's a tough matchup trying to run the ball on Baltimore. Typically, uh, Kelsey, that's another guy. You don't even need to talk about matchups. He's just a a monster regardless of who he's playing. Debo, that's a favorable matchup against, uh, the lions and, and PC principal, their new coach, uh, still a bad team there. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to talk myself into like a path to victory here. Uh, and of course there's always a path. Um, things can go right for me. Things can go wrong for Dylan, but, um, speaking as a, a true journalist here, in my opinion, I, I do have to pick Dylan. So Tough. with that, is your is team going to be on the way on the, on the block that stay tuned, stay tuned. Um, last matchup, Keith Bay, which is you against Dr. Mantis Toboggan, which is Matty kid. I'm, I'm glad Matt is back to having, a team name instead of just like blank or even emojis like those. I I'm glad he's, he's doing, doing more with it this year. Um, okay. Your side Baker KC looking to get uh, his revenge for that playoff game last year where the Browns really felt like they could have beaten them. Um, you know, Baker's fine. He's a serviceable fantasy QB. Robert Woods. Don't love that against Chicago Juju. I've told you, I don't like Steelers receivers. Derrick Henry, Arizona. Again, Derrick Henry. We talk about those guys where the matchup doesn't matter. That matchup doesn't matter. He's Derrick Henry. Uh, Najee Harris. Um, I mean, all signs point to that's not even really going to be a backfield. I mean, obviously other guys are going to get carries, but Najee Harris is going to be 
the guy. I mean, they took <clears throat> you take a first uh, a first round running back. That's that's going to be the plan. Excited to watch him play. Um, Gasecki in there. James Robinson, obviously a huge break for UJ with Eddie going down. James Robinson was a beast last year for Freezing's team. Um, on the other side, Josh Allen, great quarterback. Um, he torched Pittsburgh last year. We'll see if he can do it again. DK, uh, you know, that's a wide receiver one, but against a pretty good defense in Indy. CD Lamb, again, uh, a lot of people's breakout candidate, um, but facing a tough defense in Tampa. Joe Mixon versus the Vikings. David Montgomery versus the Rams. Uh, Mont Montgomery against the Rams. That's just a guy you kind of feel bad. I mean, you feel bad for like David Montgomery and for Allen Robinson in that offense because those guys are studs, but against a good Ram defense, that's just not a matchup you like. Uh, Gronk. Gronk is kind of at a stage of his career where he's you're chasing a touchdown with him every week. He's obviously not the guy that's going to grab nine balls for, <clears throat> for 110 yards like he used to. Uh, Thielen against Cincy, that's a good matchup. So um, looking at this one, this is going to be our closest matchup of the week. And Jay is going to win it despite limited production from his receivers. Big production from his running backs, Henry and Harris. Jay is going to win this one. I, I love to hear it. Thank you for that confidence booster. Uh, you know, Yahoo has me predicted to get the lowest scoring points of the week. Um, I do. I think this is going to be close, but I think this is going to be a sub hundred point game. Uh, we had a lot of those last year. I I do think, uh, I mean, Henry and Harris, you're right. Those are, those are going to be good guys, but if Woods and uh, Juju play above what they could play and have a good week, I will really knock this one out of the park. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the, the wild card is, is, is my, uh, my flex position. I think that's going to – getting another running back one in there is pivotal. Um, so I, I do think my three running backs will carry my team. I do think we fall short of 100 points, but I do see us getting the W versus Matt. Yeah, when I said close game, that was my nice way of saying this is going to be the lowest scoring matchup of the week. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm going uh, – I'm going to do a, a prediction here, you know, just to see if we get it right. I'm going to go 93 to 89. Wow, a like that's like a 1990s NBA score. Absolutely. Um, well, that covers all the matchups. League, I am so excited for this week. We actually have a good Thursday night football game, which is probably the only time this happens is week one. Um, it's Dallas Tampa Bay. There's a lot on the lines for a lot of teams there, so pretty excited. Any last minute call outs, Matt? No, let's uh. Let's just make sure everyone is is obviously active in the group chat. Um, get some good banter going this week. Um, but yeah, man, this uh, I was already excited for week one, and then just talking th talking through these matchups uh, got me even more fired up. So uh, best of luck to the whole league as you kick off uh, your, your 2021 League of Dawn season. Long live the League of Dawns.